he's not he's not divine he's not uh, godly in any mm -hmm. in any manner he's a, just a mighty messenger and we respect it very much that that's it you know there's nothing more to it mm -hmm. Assalamu alaikum guys Welcome back to another podcast Another episode Today we have a special guest Assalamu alaikum guys I'm Ahmed Back it is, again Yes sir I'm back again This is what, our third podcast now together Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah Inshallah Very very interesting topic today for you guys Yeah, yeah Ahmed what's the rush man <laughs> Tell me how you're doing first Oh yeah Relax of course yeah, Alhamdulillah Long time no see eh? Long time yeah, no, no see bro Alhamdulillah University bro Engineering bro Computer engineering Tell me about it bro It's, it's very very tough But Alhamdulillah is, uh, is worth it worth it it's definitely Alhamdulillah. worth it I, I like the challenge as well any education is worth it right 100% any education benefit for you in this dunya and for the akhirah inshallah is beneficial inshallah. for you because and what does Allah say in the Quran like knowledge is yeah, important yeah, to yeah 100% you know the, the, the verse the, the first word to be revealed in the Quran is what iqra, iqra. read mm -hmm. you know read so education is very important obviously and that's that's why like as Muslims we have to be educated for sure yeah 100% 100% agreed bro so how are your finals and stuff they went well alhamdulillah alhamdulillah everything you know everything is on control mostly alhamdulillah. you know no very hectic times huh? no no failures alhamdulillah for the first semester but yeah very nice. it was very hectic at the beginning of the semester you know a new transition mm -hmm. from for high school sure. to to university very new environment new mm. friends new people new teachers different sure. halls different exams you know it's a whole new experience, whole but, new alhamd experience. but alhamdulillah i'm getting used to it Allah, that's good bro so ahmed tell yeah. me about what you bring to the table today bro yeah today very very um very relevant actually very, le relevant, very relevant topic yeah mm -hmm. i mean especially where because of where we live geographically and you know in the, in the society we live in at the moment of course so particularly western societies and also any society yeah 100 percent. yeah uh, so our topic for today is um similarities and differences between islam and christianity the you know the two main bosses if you like of religion you know the, mm. the two big dogs <laughs> <laughs> you, more like also like the most two common re religions people are like following yeah nowadays, yeah the, the right? most followed um numerically all over the world you know statistically they're they're the most followed Definitely. um throughout the entire world of course there are other religions people follow but like these are the top two that yeah yeah the main reason we picked this topic specifically is because mm -hmm. of the this um the vast majority of people that follow christianity For and sure. the vast majority of people that follow islam and how often we get into contact with both Muslims and Christians in our daily lives, you know? We, we interact with many people, um, especially Christians and Muslims in our lives uh, on the daily. Yep, and that's like every day. And that's every day, yeah. Whether you're, outs uh, w whether you're outside, you know, you, you're going to a grocery store, you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you know, connecting with a cashier, mm -hmm. or whatever it is, you're speaking to someone, not everyone is a Muslim, you know? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like you know, even like you know, you go to your doctor, mm -hmm. you go you go anywhere. You know, you, you the chances are you're gonna meet a Christian. Yes, or, definitely. Uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a very relevant topic, and you know, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah, for as Muslims, you know, we have to be careful with some 
some you know stuff inconsistencies you know uh, uncoherences that we can see sometimes leak into our religion because of this mixing and interaction mixing. Mm-hmm. with the different other religions you know even and though most of the, a lot of the times don't you think it's like unintentional and we fall prey to it because of the environment yeah 100% in. you know some people that, that's why you know that gets back to you know the introductory point you know education mm. if, you know we have to um, educate ourselves about our religion you know 100%. people people that are educated about their religion and know their religion you can put them in like the worst of the worst places with all like people that do all the bad stuff they will still stay on the right path because they're educated for sure but a person that is born for example in Canada and America or in a Christian majority country and that, that doesn't know better they would fall prey for sure easily very easily and you know and we see mm-hmm. that you know and we see it you know we it's not it's not like it's a theory we theory see it or like a, we're making up something <laughs> yeah we see the youth especially nowadays in our current times they fall prey for for the little um ideologies and different um concepts from different religions especially christianity obviously all right so i guess we can start you want to start with the differences or the similarities between the religions i say let's start off with the differences mm-hmm. and see like what differences there they are mm-hmm. and like how does how does and me and then after that we can see like how they both you know contradict each other yeah we can say that inshallah all right i guess uh, i'll start off um i would say the key difference between islam and christianity is the um concept of monotheism and i would say islam's main message is pure monotheism Mm -hmm. which means so for anyone that doesn't know monotheism means worshiping one god and one god only and not associating any partners with him and that's one of like the biggest sins you can one can do yeah islam, if right? someone would associate in islam which is called shirk associating mm-hmm. partners with god allah that's the biggest sin you could ever do in islam definitely and yeah so that's the main difference i would say between islam and christianity and actually any other religion you know uh, mono pure monotheism is exclusive to islam islam um, is the only uh, monotheistic religion on this face of the planet that is like fully pure monotheism there is no intermediaries there are no partners whatsoever is we're very strict on that point i mean from but from the christian perspective we obviously know i mean there are many different sects into christianity but i guess we can focus on the claim that jesus peace be upon him was divine peace be upon him yeah what do you mean by he was divine can you yeah on yeah that? yeah so divine me in the sense that he has divine power like he he's powerful or like he's all powerful he's all knowledgeable like he, he christians attribute some godly powers or characteristics to a human right so no, basically I, if in christianity jesus peace be upon him is like allah for them yeah, in some sects, yeah, they consider him as God. Some other sects uh, or uh, parts of Christianity um, or groups of Christianity or Christians, they consider him not necessarily God, but a son of God. A son of God, right. Yeah, yeah I've heard of that. And some others, you know, follow the Trinity, the Trinitarian, you know, his three in one. And we'll get to that point as well. For sure. So I would say that's the, the main main difference. So main Islam, difference. monotheism. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Christianity, divinity of Jesus, peace be upon him, and associating him to God and to godly powers. Right. 
for sure. That's like the biggest one. That's there that's the biggest. Is. Yeah, that's like that covers everything else basically. You know, that's the main umbrella umbrella difference. Um, you have any any points? Any differences that you can think of? A difference I can think of is the way we pray. Alhamdulillah every day to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah and subhanAllah there are a lot of not just youth but adults as well, you know. Mm-hmm. We fall into prayer of not completing that those actions. Mm-hmm. And this topic has been on before but subhanAllah we always need are in need of a reminder. Mm-hmm. And it's just first a reminder for myself than everyone else. Uh, we are we are all guilty of praying four times a day. Mm-hmm. It's hard for everyone, but a few admit it. But it's it's always good to remind one another because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in the Quran. I don't remember the ayah, but it the reminder is beneficial for the believers. فذكر إنما أنت مذكر. Yes, exactly. فذكر إنما أنت مذكر. أنت مذكر. سبحان الله. Or there's another one. فذكر فإن الذكرى تنفع المؤمنين. Yes, that one as well. So Subhanallah, Allah Subhanahu tells us that prayer is a reminder is beneficial for the believers. That's why you know in this podcast we not only try to cover as many topics as we can, but on the on the internal side and external side we always try to remind each other. You know, yeah, hundred percent. That's yeah. how we we che- we keep each other in check. You know, if we don't keep each other in check, then Shaitan will keep us in check on his yeah, side. Yeah, hundred percent. That's that's definitely true. So so going back to the topic of praying five times a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I believe though that's a key difference as well. Uh, mm-hmm, definitely. Like Christians, uh, they don't pray five times a day, mm-hmm. whereas in Islam you are too, right? Yeah, I believe in Christianity they they only pray on Sundays when when they go to church or right. something, mm-hmm. but. I'm not an expert in that topic, so I guess, but I'm pretty sure they don't pray five times a day. That's the main point. Okay, good, good. Um, I would say another key difference is that they say that Jesus, peace be upon him, um, died on the cross. Like he was killed. But we as Muslims, we don't hold that as true. We don't hold, we don't hold it as a fact. And that's for various reasons. Obviously, primary reason is because because Allah said so. He said in the Quran that they never, they neither killed him nor crucified him. Jesus peace be upon him. Peace be upon him. But the Christians hold that he did um, die on the cross. Right. And the reason for the his death, uh, his death apparently was uh, from their belief is that he died for their sins, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically their their um, main way of salvation, I, uh, I guess. And um, I guess we also believe that he... But I'm pretty sure this is a similarity, but we both, in both religions, believe that he will be coming back to kill the Antichrist, no, or, or what we know as the Dajjal, yeah. So, but the key difference here is that we know, or we, we believe... Mm-hmm. We believe and know that he is alive right now, and he will be coming down back. They believe that he is deceased dead. Dead and dead, him, yeah. and he will then will be coming back as well. Oh, so they think he's already passed away, but he's gonna come back alive and yeah, <clears throat> come back when the jail is here. Basically, yeah, right. 
so that's another um, key difference I would say I see that's that is a key difference and mm-hmm. a little bit of the similarity there how they tell yeah yeah that he, he's a gonna little come bit back. of similarity yeah okay um I would say that's uh, these are pretty good differences you have any anything anything else to add anything uh, you can think of I think we can move on to the similarities all right inshallah all right so similarities for I mean for the Christian um Christian and uh, Islamic beliefs and as well as the Judeo um the Jewish belief they're all under the umbrella of the Abrahamic religions and for anyone that doesn't know what Abrahamic religions are they are Christianity Islam and Judaism and the reason they're called Abrahamic religions is because they all descended uh, descended from the prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam peace be upon him uh, Ibrahim alayhi salam he was the main uh, root and then his from his generations came the prophet Isa, Jesus peace be upon him, Muhammad peace be upon him, and uh, Musa alayhi salam. And Musa obviously came with Judaism, Isa came with um, Christianity, Christianity. and uh, <coughs> Muhammad alayhi salam came with Islam. So that's, what, that's the main uh, idea be- behind calling them Abrahamic religions. And obviously because of that we share many of these stories of the different types of prophets like you know in both islam and christianity we believe of the different messengers and prophets that have come uh, have came down to inform the people of the day of judgment and inform them about hell and fi- uh, hellfire and um heaven we believe in all the stories like for example we believe in the in the miracles also of the messengers we believe in the miracles of moses we believe in the miracles of jesus we believe in the miracles of noah peace be, peace, peace be upon him uh, all of them all of them obviously sometimes uh we can find slight variations in those stories but it's nothing major it's still you know whether you're a christian or a muslim you understand the gist of the story you understand that at the end of the day, you will not be here forever. Mm-hmm. One day you have to go and leave this uh, dunya. Yeah. So th- that's also another concept that's similar, right? Yeah, yeah. The they whole both con- believe that there is a hereafter. Yeah, we both be- believe in the hereafter. We, be- we both believe in the heaven and hell. We believe in the mm-hmm. day of judgment. Exactly. We believe in so many similar things. We also believe in Satan, for example. We believe in the angels. We take Satan as, as our enemy, just like Christians do as yep. well. The uh, Satan is our enemy. We take, we we know that angels are um uh, they do exist and they inspire prophets uh obviously by the command of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and uh, we we also know some names of some different uh, angels like angel Gabriel and Jibril uh, yeah Jibril salam and many other uh, angels. So these are all like you know very common uh, themes or 100%. concepts that are present in both islam and christianity you know so we're not very different like you know we're not very different you know christians sometimes you know try and or and muslims as well they try to distance themselves sometimes yeah thinking that we're so you know deeply different deeply different yeah but we're not really that different it's just some minor some corruptions that happened and misconceptions and and misconceptions obviously and uh, that leads to the conflict that we see between, you know, sometimes Christians and Muslims. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm sure we all think that there shouldn't be any sort of conflict like that because yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, living in unity. Yeah, we should hundred percent be living in unity. You know, we 
we don't we don't live in unity because of our similarities we live in unity because of our differences because by exactly. acknowledging our differences we live mm. in unity and accepting them exactly because we can never have a world of identicality we can never mm-hmm. have a world of everyone having the exact same, same. set of beliefs mm-hmm. it's, it's never gonna happen it's just neither is it gonna work out it's just a brute fact yep you know even within religions you know you're never never gonna have a certain amount of people or groups that exactly one-to-one believe in every single thing the same way same way same manner. everyone yeah exactly it's never gonna happen you know but that's the beauty of it we acknowledge those differences and we live together in unity and that's the beauty of it all Alhamdulillah. You know, Alhamdulillah. May Allah subhanahu wa give us that love and respect for one another that we should have uh, you know disregarding who's from who, what religion we should all respect each and every sect yeah I mean inshallah bro and I mean on the on, on, you have anything to add you have anything to add not sure any any differences any anything you want to add or any similarities nah bro you're just on the dot for that you named on every single thing alhamdulillah I'm sure there are a lot of things that we have to learn yeah 100% this, these are the things coming to mind right yeah 100% it's all you know what we think of what we you know I haven't done too much research but I I, I know a little bit I've watched a bunch of videos before so I, I kind of know the gist but not too much Alright, I wanted to talk about um, some uh, on the topic of topic of misconceptions that mm-hmm. sometimes Christians, from my from my daily experience and from like you know experience on that I see on YouTube or other social platforms. Social platforms, yeah. I li- I sometimes see misconceptions that Christians are talking about Muslims about. Um, so, I guess we'll address that. So first of all. The fact that some Christians believe that we as Muslims hate Jesus, peace be upon him. And that's completely false. That's completely false. Say that one more time. That's completely false. Mm -hmm. You can never be a Muslim or you cannot be a Muslim if you don't love and respect every single prophet, including the prophet Jesus, peace be upon him. He's one of the mightiest messengers of Allah. And we have to, if you don't love Jesus, peace be upon him, you are not, not a Muslim. Muslim bro. Exactly. You are not a Muslim. Deadline, bro. Deadline right there. Red line. Red flag, <laughs> as they say <laughs> nowadays, bro. You know? So, for, sure. for any Christians listening to this, thinking that Muslims hate Jesus, we do not hate Jesus. Never. That, that We cannot do that. that. We can't. That, that's what our religion teaches us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we respect Isa Yeah, hundred percent. He's one of the mightiest messenger messengers of God. We believe in all his miracles. We believe in all his uh, good doings. We believe in him, hundred percent. You know, you can, as I said before, we ca- you cannot be a Muslim without respecting and believing in Jesus. Peace be upon him. Hundred percent, bro. And um, another point that I see sometimes relevant, or that come up in sometimes academic debates. Uh, between Islamic and uh, Islamic Christianity is that the point that it, when it comes to the revelation uh, to the Prophet Muhammad peace be so upon him yeah. uh, we all know as Muslims that uh, the revelation came to Prophet Muhammad uh, when he was 40 years old in Ghar Hira by Angel Gabriel right and Angel Gabriel was commanded by Allah to give wahi or revelation to Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him at that time what some Christians believe at that instance of time is that it was not Angel Gabriel that inspired Muhammad peace be upon him, but it was the devil. Right. And that's completely 
false as well and upon just further inspection of the religion you can see that you know crystal crystal clear to be honest with you because if you look at all all our core tenets in islam we don't do anything satanic or we don't do anything that the devil would like mm-hmm. we pray five times a day yep we we perf- we do prayers to allah alone we we have many rituals we have verses in the quran and we have many duas supplications many uh, hadiths many hadiths we have many 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 um uh, tools that allah has given us to protect us from the devil so it it would be you know kind of nonsensical for us to be followers of the devil if we do stuff that contradicts what the devil wants or likes and think about it like i i feel that maybe it was like whoa couple like i don't know a couple hundred couple thousand even people believing that mm-hmm. uh, like i mean like following the devil right mm-hmm. but you know look at islam look at his followers like the amount of people who are muslim mm-hmm. alhamdulillah um like they're they're not stupid people allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us common sense allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us brains yeah right? like wouldn't they think to themselves as well so obviously like allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written in his own book Mm-hmm. So what we need to use is our heads instead mm-hmm. and see the truth for ourselves. Yeah, 100%. We have to do our own research. We have to it do doesn't our... matter which religion you're from. Mm-hmm. It, what most of the time Ahmad what happens is a lot of people I've spoken to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh not just Christians, uh uh Jews, Hindus, right? All I mean, all of these uh sects I ask them why do you believe in what you believe today? Mhm. I believe in this because my parents told me I'm this, so I believe yeah. in it. Not just for them, Muslims. Mm-hmm. Muslims themselves, they believe this because my parents said I am this, so I am this, so this is what I believe. But as a matter of fact, it shouldn't ever be like that for anyone. Mm-hmm. Like Allah, that's what I'm saying. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the brain, He gave us the resources, the tools to use them mm-hmm. and figure out what's really happening, happening in your life. Exactly. Like you do your own research, then only you will have satisfa- satisfaction yeah. in your own deen, uh, in with your religion. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, hundred percent. It it makes a lot of sense, and that's true. Like you know, once you reach the age of maturity and adolescence, you have mm-hmm. to start thinking for yourself. You can't just follow what everyone just says, including your family. Obviously, that doesn't mean you disrespect them or go against them in a bad way. But you just think for yourself. In the sense that you try to follow your um, moral guidelines, you know? You try to figure them out. You try to see and think critically. Is everything what I'm doing in my life right now beneficial to me on the long run? Mm-hmm. And that that opens up the minds of many people, you know? And it should be like that all the time. For anyone. For anyone, yeah, hundred percent. Once you, once you reach that age, you have to start thinking for yourself. You can't 100%. be just you can't be just relying sh- on your. Parents. You can't be a sheep following yeah. the you know following the leader. You the know, lead. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it you know and unfortunately you know a lot of people just you know that's just, how it is. Now. Just it's go with the flow. You know, go with the just, flow. You know, go with the flow. You know, just be chill. Yeah, just do do whatever people do, so you don't get embarrassed. You don't get caught out. You don't get caught lacking, and yeah, that's it. People just live their lives like that, and that's. At the end of the at the end of the day, they end up being depressed. They end up being not satisfied. They end up being not very content with their content lives. Content with themselves and yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I mean we see that 
the statistical numbers on like suicide rates and stuff like that even for their own future generation they're like mm-hmm. what like after they live their life and future generations are all brought up and everything and then they see the impact themselves mm-hmm. what impact the future generations have taken and that's why you know all this anxiety and uh, depression suicide th- th- why do you think all of these rates are so high for these things yeah 100%. because religion is a very important aspect in your life yeah. because personally i believe that if you don't have a religion mm-hmm. uh your life is will not be easy ever yeah. because you don't have certain rules you don't have certain guidelines to follow you know what i mean exactly and uh, i remember seeing this uh, statement uh, said by someone i don't remember exactly who said it but i remember like it said that um living life without a religion is like playing a game without knowing the rules mm, what a good way to say it, yeah yeah so exactly. it's you you're playing you're playing a game without knowing the rules you're going to lose you're going to fail yeah same same thing could be said um in life if you're living life without rules or regulations put down by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your life you're gonna you're gonna fail at the end of the route, you Definitely, know. Bro. So you have to like start looking out for the rules and seeing where they are, and who what is the true ruling or the true uh, guidebook that you should follow. That you should follow in your life, because people people don't do that anymore. People mm-hmm. just they stick with what they have. They're happy with yeah. what they have. They just live their lives, you know. Honestly, like, that's people it. have given up, man. Yeah, it's it's very sad, and we see that in every community, Muslim, Christian, whatever it may be. It's very very saddening, but I think we should we we're drifting a little bit away from the topic here. Uh, we should get back to the you know Christian and um, Islamic religions. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to um, we should actually talk a little bit about maybe some points on why we as Muslims don't follow the um christian religion or the christianity because i mean this whole time we've been agreeing basically with most of what what christianity says so a a christian listener right now would be thinking then what is really really different that is making you not follow christianity right now why are you being a muslim for sure so let's raise some points here inshallah this is a reminder for ourselves uh, a time to learn for ourselves too inshallah. inshallah So firstly, I would like to say that um, the concept of the Trinity, for example, is very, very widespread um, in our Christian, in the Christian community that we that we're sur- surrounded by. And I found I find this Trinitarian concept to be very contradictory, in the sense that it just doesn't make any sense. How can three? And for anyone that doesn't know what the Trinity is, it's basically that Christians believe that there 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 are three in one like there are three gods or there's one god but he's three at the same time like the father the son and the holy spirit so the father is god and the son which is Jesus and the holy spirit all it's all three of them are separate but they're still one at the same time they're they're god So that concept just makes n- absolutely no sense for me. And it's it's a tr- uh, it's what philosophers call it a true logical contradiction. It's something that can never be ever true. It can never be true. You can never have three different separate beings to be one at the same time. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And whenever like I I tried to like understand the Trinity for so long, um, 
I've looked on so many videos, so many social platforms. I, I've I've consulted some even Christian friends about it. Right. And what did, every, what did they have to say about yeah, it? Yeah, every time I ask or I seek um uh, I seek knowledge some about uh, seek some answers about the Trinity from certain sources. Every source gives me a slightly different answer, or even a yeah. completely different answer. I've noticed so that as well. There's no coherence whatsoever. There's no agreement upon mm-hmm. what the Trinity really is. What, like there's no th- there's no strict definition of what tr- the Trinity is. So you cannot tell me that it's a very coherent and logical idea if everyone has their own idea of what it actually is, which it just makes no sense to me. Um, and another point that makes the Trinity even weaker is that there is no explicit mention of it in the Bible. Obviously, I didn't read the entire Bible, but I've read parts of it before, and I've seen videos before um, explaining and dissecting some of its uh, parts. And from what I found is that there is no one single verse in the entire Bible that. Unex- uh, unequivocally or explicitly states explicitly listen carefully explicitly not implicitly because what some what's the difference yeah so what uh, so implicitly means is that it's basically reading between the lines right so I say something mm-hmm. but I don't really mean what I'm saying like you know, have to just you have to read in between the lines you have to think about I, it you, yeah. don't, you don't take it for face value explicitly is what's, when something is presented to you in fo- in like in its pure form, yeah. it's given to you. You understand it. That's it. There's that's no it. other meaning behind it, and that's what I mean by explicitly. And so when I sometimes um, tell Christians that oh, there's no single verse in the Bible that has the Trinity, they start quoting some verses from the Bible, but they still don't quote anything explicit. Nothing ever mentions the word Trinity. So it's even. more like. People it, reading it's, between it's, the it's lines. people, yeah. People interpreting the Bible in their own way, basically. That's so what, that's what happens. So, Ahmad, don't you think like anyone can do that? Anyone can come with, oh, this verse means this, and the other person, oh no, this verse is talking about the Trinity. Exactly, yeah. Uh, can, yeah. And that's what you see. You see people making up their own interpretations, and that that confuses me, and even sometimes confuses Christians. Some Christians get confused about the concept of Trinity. And um, and and that's why the whole Trinity part just makes no sense to me. And Ahmed, isn't there isn't this also a point like how there how we come to see that one person has one Bible in his home and another person has a different Bible at his home? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's another like you know. Yeah, like let's say let's say for sake of argument, I I convert to Christianity to tonight. Which Bible should I start picking and reading? Wh- which which one should I start following? No idea, no idea. You can you cannot tell. Because you don't know which one is right. Because yeah. this is your life on the line. Hundred percent. So how are you? How do you expect someone to choose in Christianity itself which Bible am I going to use to learn it, Christianity? Exactly. So it, it just makes no sense. Um, and yeah. So for the Trinity part, you know, if 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 the Trinity was really a core tenant, as as important as Christians claim it to be, it would have been at least once mentioned in the Bible explicitly. And if someone goes back at Islam and says, oh, what about your core tenets? Are they explicitly mentioned in the Quran? Yes, obviously, 100%. Mo- our core tenet of Islam is monotheism, tawhid. Tawhid is mentioned many, many times in the Quran. Tawhid, many times. you want to explain that a bit? 
Tawheed is basically the is basically the translation of monotheism. Tawheed mm-hmm. is worshiping God alone, not associating parting, uh, partners, partners with Him. And if you go, you just any surah you can think of, al-Ikhlas, uh, um, right there. We've we just proven our um, our concept um, of monotheism with just the first verse, or not the first verse, but one of the first verses, or last verses. I mean, sorry. So. That's one thing, you know, it's, it's just Islam is, is simple, but in its simplicity is beautiful. And in Christianity, the whole concept of Trinity is complicated and I don't understand it whatsoever. So that's that's a big point, right? That's a big us. inconsistency, yeah, that I see uh, that I see in the Christian region. And one of the main reasons I would say I don't follow Christianity at all and I don't believe, believe it to be true. Whereas on the other hand, for us Muslims, uh, there's only one book. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you go, one book. But also there are people in it, they call themselves Muslims, but they tend to change the Quran. I there mean, are those people. I mean, that happens with every religion, because, to be honest with you. Yeah, like every some religion. people, some people even in Christianity can claim to be Christians, but do anti-Christian stuff. Yes, you know, because Christianity, of course, wouldn't allow that. That's pretty, yeah, like so, that's like even even the modern Christians wouldn't allow it. You know, so there's always you know exceptions for the rule. But I'm talking like you know generally. Uh, so generally, that's generally there there are not more than one book. There's only one Quran there. Yeah, there. Gen- generally is, is or like or like even mostly, we like I I never seen it in my life. Never heard of it. I've never seen it myself, but yeah. I've just seen like people you know say like they have their own, own Quran. But I guess they're yeah. just that group out there. Yeah, like it's not like you know the max it could get like maybe a hundred people, maybe max. Yeah, max. You know, out, out of the, like the two billion Muslims. Yes, yes. So exactly. it's, it's really really insignificant. To be even discussing uh, those uh, those groups, because really, if we give them the spotlight, yeah. we're just giving them a platform to grow. To be honest with you, yeah. so just not talking about them is the best thing. Shut okay, uh, another inconsistency with regard to so we talked about um, the Trinity. Let's talk about so that I'm ta- I'm tackling here the core tenets. So the Trinity and then the divinity of Jesus, and as we explained, the divinity meaning. That he has godly powers or god or godly um, characteristics, and like so praising him as one. Yeah, and praising him as a god or son of God. Um, so, with regard to that, same question applies here. If Jesus really is the son of God or God Himself, why is it n- no single verse in the entire Bible that unequivocally or explicitly, explicitly mentions that he is? He is God or the Son of God, or He has divine characteristics, or He is divine. N- no single verse, not a no single, single verse. verse. Not no single verse. So a, you're saying that, well, so obviously Christian Christians themselves believe this, but they believe this by reading between the lines. Basically, yeah, is the same thing as uh, the, the, trin- the as the Trinity. Mm-hmm. The uh, the whole concept of Jesus being divine is people seeing verses or reading verses. Or hearing verses that you know seem maybe you know, and this th- I think this is what this means. Th- yeah, this is what this means, but it's not the truth. You know, as a human, mm-hmm. we all have the same minds. We believe in this, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we use our own minds, we as human beings, we would believe in what is explicit rather than what is implicit. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's just a human mind, like you would obviously go towards what's explicit. And that can be in anything, like yeah. reading a book. 
you know, one sum. There's one summary of this book, and there's a uh, implicit summary. Mm-hmm. So you're obviously gonna go for the explicit summary, right? Yes, yeah. it's, it's basically the same ideology here. Because, because you know, explicit, even for the simpler man, mm-hmm. explicit ideas and information is easier to digest. It's just crystal clear. You don't have to do any mental work. Yes, implicit. I mean, explicit and ex- implicit verses appear in both the uh, Bible and in the Quran. Even the Quran has verses that doesn't exactly mean what it actually uh, literally states. But that's that's up for up to for the um, interpreters of the Quran, the qualified scholars of the Quran, to interpret. It's not up up to the uh, the regular, you know, um, average Muslim just going around walking around, you know. And and that's also up to the Prophet, peace be upon him. He was the one given the Quran, so he was he's the one that most qualified to be interpreting and um, dissecting the verses of the Quran. So back to the Bible or the uh, um, Jesus's uh, peace be upon him divinity. As we said, there's not a single verse um, in the Bible that states that he is divine or he is godly or his. He is God, or He's the Son of God, explicitly, and and that's very important because it's a core tenant. You cannot have so like if you told me like um, some you know side you know not very important uh, principle in Christianity is not mentioned explicitly, then you know I'll be you know it's fine, okay, it's it's not very important. <laughs> All right, so as as I was saying, um, there's no explicit. Um, verse in the bible that mentions um uh, uh jesus um peace be upon yeah, him div- divinity. divinity and that's be- and that's very problematic for a christian because this is one of your core beliefs this is very important to your belief if jesus turns out to be not divine your whole religion cr- crumbles there there's no christianity anymore because that's your core uh, tenant so it's very problematic not to have an explicit mention and if you counter my argument and say well what about jesus from your quran is there any explicit mention of his um status in the islamic religion then i would say yes like his characteristics and stuff yeah like characteristics (coughs) and his like status in 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 the islamic uh, perspective Mm -hmm. in the quran um allah mentions that uh, Jesus be upon him peace be upon him be upon was him. was not was not divine and he was a man he was a prophet and that's what what would Muslims believe it's explicitly, it's explicitly said. said in the Quran that Jesus is just a man he's not he's not divine he's not uh, godly in any mm-hmm. in any manner he's a, just a mighty messenger and we respect it very much that that's it you know there's nothing more to it mm-hmm. we, we shouldn't be you know pushing him to a further extent than that because that's what Allah has and God has um, told us explicitly in the Quran unlike um, what is said in the Bible and now that we tackle the main two tenets like you know the Jesus' divinity and the trinity let's let's see something that is you know maybe a little bit sidetracking or you know not as important but some um i guess contradictions you could say um in in the in the bible itself which could which could question its authenticity its actual authenticity like is it truly from god or is it fully from god or or is there corruption within it 
truly so, a, is it truly authentic you know you know if 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 they're just asked the question uh and i'm pretty sure if we ask any person they, they should get this answer pretty easily if mm-hmm. a book was to be sent down by god would there be any mistakes in it no exactly that's what any any reasonable person would say yeah. any person in the right mind would say no if there's any contradictions any logical numerical any type of contradictions uh, then that would deny the fact that it's from god because who is god god is the most perfect the most knowing so he cannot make mistakes it's it's, it's just not in his nature he cannot make mistakes so for a book or or speech or any revelation to be having any contradictions within it makes it or nullifies it from its divine authenticity and we see that with the bible there are many 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 contradictions there are many videos that i could link you uh, that shows um that there are numerical um uh, inconsistencies in the bible there are some historical uh inconsistencies with the bible or contradictions there are many I, you know I'm pretty sure I saw a list of like 20 uh, 20 different contradictions or probably more even so the fact that these exist in inside within the Bible just you know questions it's it's true form you know we, we can't we can't know anymore if this verse is truly or this what's book the is truth truly. and what's not yeah what what's the <coughs> truth and what's not the truth anymore 100%. within the Bible it makes it very ambiguous that's that's another reason we as Muslims don't um, take the Christian uh, faith. And final point, it's a final point that sometimes Christians make, or final argument, I guess, that sometimes Christians make, is that oh, we follow Christianity because it's the most followed religion in the world, or is the like statistically speaking. But that that's not necessarily true. It's not very accurate to say that and the reason i say that is because i guess numerically you could be right there are more people in the world numerically or statistically that identify i guess you could say that uh, identify as a as a christian follower but if you look statistically on the actual practicing christians and muslims muslims are way superior from that side and that's why i say Islam is the most practiced religion on the world, and no denying, uh, no denying that fact. Statistically based. Yeah, so there is no denying that fact. Practicing wise, Islam is the most practiced religion on the face of the earth. So if you're looking for majority type argument, that's your that's your answer. Islam is the most practiced. You can you can put a if you're a Christian, if you say you're a Christian but you don't follow the Christian rulings then you know that's that's kind of questionable and yeah I, I guess i guess that concludes my the list of inconsistencies that i see as a muslim within the f- christian faith so i guess let's summarize them really quickly so first of all the trinity very contradictory and illogical concept makes no sense to me makes no sense to a lot of people including some christians that i know and then Je- and Jesus, peace be upon him. And his Jesus is divine, mm-hmm. uh, divine being is not mentioned at all in the Bible, uh, like explicitly. If it's su- if it's such an important aspect uh, aspect of Christianity, why is it not mentioned explicitly? Hundred percent. 
and why is now the Trinity also explicitly explicitly mentioned? Why are there and then another point is there? Why are there numerical contradictions? Why are there historical contradictions within the Bible? If if it's truly from God, it should there shouldn't be any mistakes unless you believe that God can make mistakes, and thus they're just false. And then from the argument of majority, we said that numerically Christianity is the most followed by numbers but is the, the it's not is uh, not the least practiced but not the most practiced <coughs> islam is the most practiced mm-hmm. so because if it's a religion you can mm-hmm. any religion you can follow it but what's the actual meaning of it exactly because you have to practice like what is the definition of religion mm-hmm. we, like people say oh i follow such and such a religion right what is a religion religion is a way of life exactly so if you don't live in the way of life of your religion and the rulings of your religion, then you're not a follower of the religion. Exactly, you're just yeah. as simple as that, you know. And that applies to a Muslim and a Christian and a Jew or a Hindu and whatever name name it. You name it. You know any any religion you can name it. Uh, if you don't follow the core tenets or rulings as per uh, inscribed by your scriptures uh, scriptures or scholars, then you're not a true follower, and that's just plain truth. That's what I was saying. Like that's what we were saying before, right? Like how, like if you don't follow, then what was it? You're playing a game without the rules. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's that's kind of for the part of um, more atheism. Atheism, I guess. If you don't follow religion at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then you, it's as if you're playing a game on without the rules. You know, play, but yeah. here you have the rules, but ha- you have the rules, but you choose to ignore them. Mm. That's a different thing. Like you play, yeah, yeah. You choose to ignore them, yeah, because we all have the information, we all have the resources, we all have the tools, yeah, yeah. right? And, and nowadays, there's no excuse whatsoever. No one can make the excuse that I have no access to information. Everyone has their phones. They have Google. They have all those different facilities, libraries, scholars. Everything is accessible now. Whether you're a Muslim or a Christian, you can easily get into contact with. If you're a Muslim, you can get into contact with your lo- local masjid or your local um, imam or anybody of religious um, uh, you know information that you could speak to there's google there's trusted websites that do fatwas for example and do um, but google is a big server so yeah, not everything yeah, on google yeah, 100%. Is that, that's why you know that's why i said trust <laughs> trusted you know you can't just google something just remember that. and just find a l- random link then go uh, like you know that says Alcohol is not haram, and, uh, and they're and gonna come for you. Huh? <laughs> yeah, well, no, don't come for me, bro. I said, I said, I said, I said trusted website. You know, don't don't go searching up if is alcohol halal, and then you find a website that says yeah, alcohol is halal. Then you start drinking alcohol. Then you know that's not my fault. You have to do your proper research. Yeah, you. We all have to do our own research and make sure the resources are. Uh, what is a good word? Uh, Sorry. What's a good word for saying like good resources like? Trust, trust oh it. yeah trusted uh, trusted sources and obviously like relevant you yeah. know up to date up to date yeah those kind of because think about it when we do an assignment or anything like that right mm-hmm. we're trying to get the most recent sort of information on it exactly. or like the most up to date mm-hmm. or the most accurate and we want to know if that resource is like not hacked or like wikipedia you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah 100% so we have to know what websites are right and that too we get from our imams right they can or local masjids they can yeah. tell us what websites to go through or obviously the best option mm-hmm. go inside and 
face on face to face you discuss the topic and you get the answer simple. yeah 100% it's very it's very simple you know you, you just go face face to face with your um priest or whatever you got like Christians go to and you know speak one to one ask questions always ask questions ne- never you know there's o- there, you can never be done or you can never find ultimate truth is is impossible even w- even once you accept a certain religion like as a muslim i don't know ultimate truth I, mm-hmm. I i know i'm following the truth but i'm I, i didn't find ultimate truth everything yeah exactly so you can never find ultimate truth so whether you're christian or a muslim or whatever other religion you have you can never stop questioning you have to question everything definitely bro. everything and everything on all the time so amir um i guess we can give some advice to our brothers inshallah, and sisters inshallah yeah. like what uh, like to our christian brothers uh, and sisters uh, specifically what what would you tell them what 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 advice would you give them in order for them to start following the right path personally you know my brothers and sisters out there the best advice i will give you is sit down alone individually and just ponder just think to yourself what am i doing in my life what exactly am i doing and what is it or what am i doing does it is it impacting me positively negatively or is it not impacting me at all and whether it's positive or negative look more into it and what you're doing and why you're doing it yeah But for example the biggest thing here believing in something but you don't know why you're believing in it you don't know the back story yeah. you know what i mean so inshallah. personally i think uh, inshallah even for myself mm-hmm. uh we sometimes tend to follow things but we don't know what's the back story of it you know what i mean yeah, so every yeah. single person on this face of this earth should just sit down give yourself some time and think what am i doing in my life what am i doing wrong and what am i doing right so from that day on every day you sit down with yourself and you ask yourself what did i do wrong and what did i do right and what are you basing it off on right like are you basing it off on life experience or are you basing it off based on religion and you can, obviously you're supposed to do both not just one right we have to remember that we have to take both experience people around us knowledge and our religion right so where religion is leading us we have to think to ourselves is my religion leading the right way so that way inshallah may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all give us all you know hidayah mm-hmm. and uh, deen inshallah to inshallah. just be the followers of the quran and the sunnahs of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam mashallah very very good advice like alhamdulillah like the point you made on um following a religion but not knowing why that that's i feel very meaningful because a lot of people blindly follow including muslims and um that reminds me of a little clip of mm-hmm. uh, a famous scholar now his name is yusuf istas he oh, yes. uh, he, yeah he used to be uh, a christian priest right and oh, he yeah. converted into into islam and one of his i saw one of his talks before and he's mentioned before that in christianity you follow without evidence but in islam we fo- we believe and we have evidence of our belief so it's not blind faith it, he he so he mentions that in christianity you just believe that's it 
Mm-hmm. So you, you can't really question it. And yeah, that brings me to my advice. Don't close off your mind into a box. Mm-hmm. And don't accept everything into f- at face value. Hundred percent, bro. Hundred. Because if you if you just you know if you're a Christian or or a Muslim, if you close off your mind and put it in a box and just you know live in this virtual world, thinking that oh I know everything and I encapsulated all knowledge possible and I, and I know ultimate truth, then then you're just delusional at that point. Whether you're a Christian or a Muslim, you you think you know everything, but you really th- don't. Th- you really don't, and you're not even close to. And that, that's with everyone. No one can. No one can ever claim whether you're the, you know, best of the best. You whether you're a scholar of the dean, wh- no matter who you are, you can never claim ultimate truth. And that's why, you always, never put your mind in a, in a box. You have to be critical thinker. You have to be a critical thinker. You have to think critically about stuff. How do you think critically? What do you so say? Criti- What's a good advice on that? So, uh, I mean, a good critical thinker mm-hmm. is the one that asks questions a For lot. For sure, yes. And not only questions, but meaningful questions. And questions that to the point. Because some people ask questions, but they're, they're, they're meaningless. They're, bro. They're, they're not, you know, the most uh, useful or beneficial. And that's still fine. You know, there's no stupid question. But, some true, t- yeah. but, but you have to formulate your questions so that they're not very, you know, talkative, I guess, or they're off topic. You have to formulate something them. Something to the point. Something to the point, concise and relevant, Inshallah. right to the point. Like, for example, like I can give you a quick example. Like, for example, sometimes Muslims, uh, for example, ask that, oh, are, um, are animals made of mud? Or like what 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 material are they made of? Are they like they like humans made like of humans, mud or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that question, you know, is fine, I guess. But what is it gonna benefit you? Like right. if you if you know that an, if you find uh, out if you find <laughs> out that your your cat at home is made out of mud or created out of mud that like us, is not gonna benefit you in anything way like at all. Okay. So it, it was kind of a useless information. Yeah, for sure. But you know, if a if a What's Muslim a critical if, question. For uh, yeah, example of a critical question, for example, for for a Muslim mm-hmm. would be like, what are the main pillars for Hajj, for example? If someone is right. going for going to Hajj mm-hmm. and they want to know what are the uh, main rulings and pillars and what to do in Hajj. Right. That would be a very meaningful question because inshallah, once you go to Hajj, inshallah. you can you can you know put the information into action. Right. You don't exactly. just you, ju- you, you don't, don't just store it. In your yeah, head. you don't ju- you you're not you're not a computer. You just you don't just put in information, <laughs> khalas, You know, just leave it there. And mm-hmm. don't act upon it, you know? That's yeah. the whole point we mentioned before, right? Like, mm-hmm. practice it. Yeah, practice. You know, that, that's the whole thing. You don't you don't just follow and no practice. So, yeah, so that's the mind of a critical thinker. And obviously, you know, getting involved with the community, engage with it in com- with it, uh, within your community, uh, whether you're a Muslim or a Christian. Always ask questions. Be curious. Don't close your mind and put it in a box. You know, that's why we think outside the box. Yeah, you always uh, the, that's you know the the normal idiom that people say. You know, always think outside the box, always, and you know inquire and still always on the look for t- the truth. You know, because you can never acquire ultimate truth, as we said. You know, it's 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 never it's it's not attainable in this world. You can you can you can only attain ultimate truth once you die, and you know in the hereafter. And in the hereafter, inshallah. Alright, I guess um, let's wrap it up or what? Alright, inshallah, that's gonna be a wrap for today. Inshallah, yeah, just can you know, hey, you want any concluding statements? Uh, concluding statements, bro. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, we don't have any 
anything against anyone in this mm-hmm. world. 100%. And, you know, we love for everyone, inshallah. This is just a quick r- reminder, uh, you know, some some information that we can take in, uh, some questions that may rise upon uh, in our heads. Uh, I say we take it into this perspective. Mm-hmm. And when we do have these questions, we go and ask the right resources. And that's how that's the best way to you know make out of any sort of talk right like mm-hmm. if any questions arise we qu- we get our answers and that way you know who knows Allah can give more hidayah to anyone just by learning a couple more things in their life you know yeah, they, you can never stop learning exactly. knowledge is infinite right you can, yeah, you can uh, never I, stop yeah 100% yeah so i would say as well for my for my concluding statement uh, you know i just wanted to you know clarify you know, we're not here to, you know, bash or, you know, talk bad or refute or hate on Christians. You know, I just wanted to make that very clear. We're not here, you know, talking bad about anybody. You know, we're here just to spread the truth. We're here to talk the truth. Although it might be bitter for some people, but, you know, the truth is the truth. You know, you, you, you can't it, run away. You can't, you can't run away from the truth. If it's the truth, you have to face it, you know. That's the thing. And, you know, you have to question it. So... Just and if we don't question, it's our loss. Yeah, you know, who, if, you, who, who else if a person, losses? yeah, if you don't question the truth and just, you know, as I say, put your mind in the box and just believe what you believe blindly, mm-hmm. you know, that's just gonna be to your own detriment. 100%. So, you know, I just want to say, you know, if if anybody hearing this podcast took any offense, you know, I I'm sorry. I guess we are sorry. We are, yeah. Yeah, you know, just don't be offended. We we're just here to be just spreading the truth. We're not here to be bashing or refuting anybody. Um, if anything, you know, we just encourage that people actually researches research these topics on their own. Everyone, everyone, Ev- everyone listening to this, you know, don't, don't take our word for it. You know, we're not we're not experts. To, you know, we're not 100%. experts. We're, just, we're not you know, imams, alims. We're not we're not experts in either Islam or Christianity. To 100%. be honest with you, yeah. So, this is from our own uh, life experiences, knowledge, and research. And, you know, we encourage everyone to do their own research, obviously, and uh, consult with the right individuals. Um, we ask everyone, obviously, and encourage everyone to always seek the truth, the ultimate truth. Inshallah. And, you know, it's it's a it's very it's very it's a very vast um, area of study. You know, mm-hmm. the whole religious uh, comparative religions and all the different religions. This is maybe like point one percent in there, man. Yeah, we're, we're not even point one percent. We're like point 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 one like zero 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 one percent. You know, 100%. but you know, it's it's a very important. I would say yes. the mo- even the most important area of study for a person to to even indulge in. You know, it is is the most important. So yeah, I guess I you know. That's my concluding advice. We're inshallah. Say, inshallah, yeah. Yeah. Quick reminder, y'all, if you for the people out there, you guys are listening to the podcast, give a quick follow to kalam.kalbi. There you can find your recent podcast updates and everything you guys want to know. Yes, inshallah, follow it up, you know. Uh, uh, share us around so more youth can benefit, not just us. And inshallah, you guys all stay safe and we'll see you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, guys.